Well, welcome everyone to Love vs. Hate. My name is Anne, and I'm your old-fashioned nerd. And I'm Emily, your mainstream millennial. And on this podcast, Emily and I like to debate and argue about the things in life that we love and hate. And most of the time, we don't agree, but we always try to find some common ground. Yes, and I'm excited for today's episode because I think, I think honestly, we'll find some common ground because we want to talk about how do Emily and I do, like, how do we go on vacation? What's like an ideal vacation for us? And Emily, how did we break this down? Yes, so we decided to come up with four different categories for how we would spend our ideal vacation. So we had to have you have $100 to spend on your vacation. What are you going to do? You have $1,000. You have $10,000. And you have $100,000. What are you going to do? Ooh, if only this was real life. And also, all any like you also have the availability. Yes. So, you know, you have the time. This you have would the be money. an ideal world where mm-hmm. you have this money. Where there's sunshine all the time and rainbows and unicorns and butterflies and well and maybe i'm happiest when it's raining out why does it always have to be sunshine that tracks actually yeah (laughs) that's a fair point that that doesn't okay okay fair the world is just happy for whatever happy means to you (laughs) okay thank you okay (laughs) anyway so let's start at the hundred dollar level emily if you had a hundred dollars right now and the time and the availability, like, what are you doing with 100 bucks? Okay, so unfortunately, $100 doesn't get you much, but <laughs> you s- could still have a great time. And so here are my two options. I have two because I was like, mm, which one am I going to do? It just depends on what I'm feeling at the time. Yeah, okay, that's So good. my first option is I could go camping for like a day or two, somewhere mm. maybe like an hour or two away. And I'm thinking I'll either go with my husband or a small group of friends. So here's the deal. I already have a tent and I already have a sleeping bag. So I'm not going to factor in those costs. Okay, that's fair. So it's usually around like 30 to $40 to rent a campsite per night. And so take that out of my $100 and the rest of the cost would be spent on firewood and food. And then I would just be relaxing, playing cards, enjoying nature making food on a campfire and that's about it that sounds awesome okay and then my second option is not really a vacation but it would be to take a day trip somewhere nearby to a town i've never been to before i'm thinking like somewhere that has like a cool downtown area that you can just walk down i'm i'm a sucker for like a cute main street with like the old cobblestone streets that you can just walk in and there's a bunch of different shops just give me one of those or like a library. That would be great. Mm, a farmer's a market, an outdoor concert, yep. you know. That's exactly, what I'm thinking. Yeah. And so really, and so the day trip is just like travel really and food cost. And maybe yeah. if you have a slight spending money for a shop or something. Yep. Okay. Okay, yeah. Yeah, that's what? honestly what I was thinking oh, with okay. my hundred. I was thinking day trip, and you were kind of right. Like, it's not necessarily a full vacation, so maybe that's cheating a little bit. But <laughs> I was thinking a day trip, and it's actually somewhere I've been. But so I would want to go to Lake Geneva Ooh. for a specific reason. Can What's Emily that? guess why? Can you guess? Uh, who lived in Lake Geneva who is famous? Oh, that shoot. I adore? You told me <laughs> in did. a past episode. <laughs> Oh, man. I don't remember his name. 
He's very nerdy. All the nerds are like, duh, Emily, it's this guy. And I don't even know why. And it's like, funny because in famous. the episode, I'll give you a hint. In the episode, I purposefully had you try to remember his name. Yeah, I remember It was in the D&D that. episode. <laughs> what does it start with? A G. Both his first and last name both start with G. Oh, I'll just tell you, you're not going to get it. Yeah, I was like, what name starts with a G? <laughs> His name is Gary Gygax. Oh, man, it's all coming back to me now. Yeah, yeah, Gary Gygax. He lived in Lake Geneva, and he was the um, original creator of Dungeons & Dragons, and he also created other role-playing games. And so he lived in Lake Geneva. His home is there, and they have, like, a little memorial for him as well that you can, like, go visit. And it's just, it's just like, a little... It's nothing, like, super grand, but it's just, like, a cute little plaque that they made for him, like, in memoriam. So nice. um, I would want to go see it. Very and then, cool. yeah, I would, I think it'd be fun, too, to just, like, you know, like, Geneva's, like, a cute little spot. So, yeah, you can just, like, walk downtown, find mm-hmm. a nice place for dinner, um, you know, and it would just be, like, a, a nice day trip. Yeah, that's a good place to go. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I like the idea also of camping. I think camping is like a good, like, that is more of a vacation type where, yeah, you could find something not too far away. You can rent a campsite for pretty cheap. And as long as you, the only thing would be, like, for me, I don't have any camping gear. So I yeah. would have to use the money for that. But okay, moving on to we now have $1,000. Ooh. So with $1,000, I would definitely have to stay in the US. So. Somewhere that my friends and I have talked about going to is Utah, because if you've ever seen pictures of Utah, it is really beautiful there. I'm like, it's like the most random place to talk about, but it's also like really, really pretty. And so I feel like I'd want to go there in the fall when the leaves are changing colors. It would just be really pretty. I was looking on Airbnb because I'm not really a fan of hotels. I agree. Yep. Airbnb is totally the way to go. Yeah, and it's so fun to just look on Airbnb at all the different options there are. But I was, like, very surprised at how low the prices are of Airbnbs in Utah. Like, really? Yeah. So you can get a home in the mountains that sleeps 16 people and has a sauna and a pool table for $150 <gasps> a night. Dang. Yeah. So I would probably stay at some place like that and then do some hiking and just explore Utah because I've only been to Phoenix, Las Vegas, and some bigger cities in Texas. That's like as far west as I've been. So I want to do some more west exploring. Oh, yeah. I definitely would recommend. My I haven't been to Utah. I have been to Las Vegas, um, but that's in Nevada, so that doesn't count. But yeah, so I'm kind of like you. Like, I've been in the big cities kind of out west, um, but my parents have been to Utah and they loved it. There's a lot of Native American history out there. There's beautiful canyons to go see. I've had friends who've taken road trips out there. That's like a really good road trip destination. So I would say good pick. I would also say for any listeners out there who are thinking about, you know, vacationing sometime soon. Um, if you ever head up to like Northern California, they have the sequoia trees mm-hmm. and like Kings Canyon and it is just gorgeous up there. And I think that would also be a good road trip spot. Nice. Where are you going to go? Well, I was thinking about it and honestly, I'm the type of vacationer who I like to be comfortable. I'm like you. I definitely would prefer, 
you know, an Airbnb over a hotel because it's just a lot more comfortable. And also it's usually cheaper, and especially if you have like a group of people. Um, but I was thinking about it and I think for a thousand, something that I would want to at least consider. So my family has a cabin up in St. Germain. And I think it would be so fun to take like a four day, like lawn weekend with a bunch of friends and take them up to Pine Hill. So the accommodations would be free. All we'd pay for is like travel and like food, but we'd get like a bunch of drinks and we could get like, um, you know, we have a big kitchen up in our cabin that we could like make all our food and literally just like not plan to go anywhere. Just literally have four days on the lake with like games and just fun and a campfire and like no plans at all and just have like a full four day weekend with like all my friends. And I just think that would be really fun. So, okay, that sounds really fun, but what are you going to do with the $1,000? It's all for, like, food and travel costs, because the cabin is a little bit of a ways away. It's like a three, almost four-hour drive, and with how gas prices are today... (laughs) um, It's like $200. (laughs) Yeah, well, and that was the thing. I would pay for, though, like, with the money, I'd be able to pay for my friend's, like, travel costs like they wouldn't have to pay for gas like part of the money would go to that is what i was thinking oh okay yeah very nice so it would be like all yeah it would be like an all expenses paid for my friends but i'm just using the thousand dollars for that and there was an idea that's kind of what i was thinking i do think a road trip would also be fun and like i said i'd probably i'd probably go to like if i did do a road trip kind of like what you were thinking i'd want to either head towards kind of like Northern California or maybe um, hit up kind of like Yellowstone. I've always wanted to see Yellowstone or like basically I'd want to go to some kind of national park somewhere in the U.S. because there's so many beautiful national parks. Mm-hmm. Nice. Okay. So let's say you have $10,000. How are you spending your vacation? Okay. So with $10,000, we are getting a little bit like more exotic here. You know me, I'm a big nerd. So I'm going to New Zealand. Okay, New Zealand is amazing. Is that where the Hobbit or something is? Good job, Emily. I was going to ask. Yes, they filmed The Hobbit and, of course, The Lord of the Rings trilogy there. And when they filmed that, so when they originally filmed The Hobbit, or I'm sorry, when they originally filmed The Lord of the Rings, uh, they had they had built a whole set for Hobbiton and for Rohan and like all these different places. They built all these sets, but as part of like their agreement, because they, you know, New Zealand didn't want to disturb the natural environment, they had to agree to like put it back the way they found it. So every blade of gla- grass that they like tore up, they literally... Um, they had like sheets of grass that they preserved. And when they were done, they like laid these sheets back out onto the ground because they had to preserve everything. Mm-hmm. Um, but when they did the Hobbit the second time around, uh, th- they did leave the Hobbiton set. They built it to last. You can go and you can stay there. You can take tours. And it's like built into the landscape now and so you can actually go there um they like made an agreement where they were like yep let's do it it's gonna bring a lot of money and a lot of tourism so oh, we're gonna keep it this time um but yeah. they just did that with hobbiton no other set was was kept other than that um so i would want to go to new zealand it is literally on the other side of the world from where we are so tickets are very expensive just one person is two thousand is around depending on the time a year ago obviously it fluctuates a little bit but it's around mm-hmm. two thousand dollars <laughs> So, wow. Yeah, it's an expensive ticket. 
And that's just the plane ticket. Um, luckily, the accommodations aren't too bad. And like when I was looking um, at like Airbnb, most Airbnbs, Airbnbs are around 150 or less. Um, okay. Obviously, some are more expensive, but those are like the schmancy places that I probably wouldn't stay at. <laughs> um, so I was like, that's actually pretty reasonable. And mm-hmm. for one ticket um, to tour Hobbiton, it's 115 for a day tour. And I was like, that oh is very reasonable. Gosh. I know. I thought it was going to be like $1,000 <laughs> or maybe not that much, but I was like, I, I definitely thought it'd be more than that. Really? I thought it would be less. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. I don't know. Why? That seems very expensive to me. Yeah, maybe it is. I don't know. I don't take many tours. So <laughs> <laughs> I like, like to if just something's do it on over $20, I'm like, how dare they? <laughs> <laughs> Okay, that's fair. But this is like for a full day. It's not just like, hey, take a one hour tour. This is like a day tour. I guess. That makes more okay. sense. I guess. Clearly Emily's not coming with me to New Zealand. <laughs> I'll just I'll just go for the Kiwi birds and that's all. Thank you. Oh, okay. Yeah. And okay, so if I also if I visited New Zealand I would have to, I'd want to visit both islands because there's like a northern island and a southern island in New Zealand. Um, I'd want to kind of see it all because I've heard the southern island is actually like, the north is a little bit more populated and the southern's a little more like landscape, very beautiful mountain ranges. Like it's really pretty. Um, And so people like recommend kind of heading down to the south island to like have exploration. Um, And I was looking too, they have like, you know how there's like all expenses paid kind of sites like I was looking at that and on average if you like you could do like a seven day trip for around four thousand dollars for one person so if I took someone with me and we're around like eight thousand for like you know accommodations travel um, and that's like for seven days you know food all that stuff I think that would be that would fit within our ten thousand budget range so I would definitely want to take at least one person with me so very nice yeah, I think it would be very fun. And I I would have to think about if I take Emily or not, because you wouldn't appreciate Yeah, you might want Hobbiton. someone you can geek out with. I'd yeah. be like, can we go yet? <laughs> You'd be like, it's a round door. Why is that special? <laughs> um, so which island is the Hobbit thing on? Hobbiton is on the northern island near Auckland and that's actually where I would fly into because every other flight like increases like if you want to fly to the southern island that increases like by another thousand dollars it's kind of ridiculous but Auckland is kind of like that's the largest city and I might not be pronouncing it right I think it's Auckland um but they Auckland maybe not quite sure I would learn when I get there I guess (laughs) but um that's like the largest city and so they have like the the cheapest flights in Nice. And Hobbiton's not too far from there, so. Great. Yeah. So that's what I'm doing. I'm going to New Zealand, and I'm Aww. staying there the whole time. Nice. I like it. How about you, Emily? $10,000. What what you doing? Okay. You know me and my indecisiveness. I have two different options again. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. this I'm just going to say this vacation is going to be fun, whichever one I choose. So I'm definitely going to a different continent. Mm -hmm. I've been to a few countries in Europe, and it's absolutely beautiful. I love the architecture and the history. So, um... Wait, stop the presses. What? Stop. Did you just say 
You love the history? The history of how the buildings look. Just kidding. Oh, okay. Yeah, I like learning about the history sometimes. What? But most of the time I just like walking down the street and being like, wow, I can't believe like buildings like this exist. It's absolutely beautiful. Yeah, see that I can, okay, that's, I guess that's tracking a little bit more. I thought you were saying, you know, like the history of like, you know, because in Europe, everything is so much older than it is in America. So there's a lot of cool museums and a lot of ancient artifacts and like stuff like, yeah, there's so I like much going history. To, I like going to the museums, but like, <gasps> I don't like learning about like the history in terms of like just hearing somebody talk about things in a museum. Like, I don't really care about the people talking to me. I just want to go and look at things, you know? <laughs> More of a visual learner. So uh, my first option is to go on a tour de Europe. I don't know if that's a thing to say, but I'm making it a thing today. I think it it sounds like Tour de France is a thing, but I'm calling it tour de Europe today. So the countries and places I'd want to visit are Porto, Portugal, Budapest, Hungary, somewhere in Iceland. I'm not sure of the location yet. And then Athens and Mykonos in Greece. And then Rome, Italy. Ooh, yes. So uh, flights to Europe are around like $1,000, but we're just going to round up and say 1500 And then I'd probably do like a three to four week vacation because that's just the way to do it if you want to go to all these different countries. Yeah. So... I'd stay at each place for probably two to three days. And of course, I would use Airbnbs. And you bet I did my research on all the prices of Airbnbs. And I did kind of like the median of all the prices that I found. So total Airbnb costs for all these places and all these nights is around $3,545. And then throw in your $1,500 flight. And then I'm I'm going to say transportation between each of these countries is around $200, but it's probably not going to be that expensive, I would imagine, for like trains and things. So that leaves us at $6,245 for just transportation and like uh, Airbnbs. So that leaves $3,755 to spend on food, entertainment, and attractions, and transportation within the country and shopping or whatever else I want to do, which is around $530 at each country or place. Wow. Okay. You're, yeah, you're fully thinking this one out. I, I am. It's like, am I, am I going to go there? I, I know, know. I was just going to say, are you saving up? <laughs> I mean, I would love to go here, but with the way that everything is costing now, I don't know. I don't know, man. I Tomorrow know. you'll look at the flights and they'll probably go up like a thousand dollars. I know it's unfortunate. I wish travel was not so expensive and also not so time consuming in terms of like getting from point A to point B. Like you know, the eight hour flight to get across the Atlantic yeah. Ocean is just yes, it's but a bit then painful. Once, <laughs> but then once you're over there, it's so easy to travel between all the countries, which is why I want to go to so many different places. That's fair. So, yeah, that, especially in Europe, like that is yeah. nice. Um, okay, but then my second option is um, I don't know if anybody is guessing this, or maybe Anne guesses. Uh, do you want to take a guess at where I'm going next? South Korea. <gasps> How did you know? I, I was I was honestly surprised when you said <laughs> tour de Europe. 
Okay, so if it's not obvious, then you must be new to the podcast. Hello, my name is Emily, and I've recently become obsessed with K-pop, especially BTS. So I would love to go at a time where I can see BTS in concert and hopefully some Mm. other groups, but who the heck knows when that's going to happen because, you know, I'm not going there next weekend for their concert, sadly. At the time of recording this, they're going to perform next weekend. Anyways, so... I'd probably spend most of my time in Seoul, but I would also probably want to visit Busan and Jeju Island. So, and then I thought, I thought it would be cool to stay at the place that BTS stayed at for one of their mm-hmm. In the Soup seasons. But Anne, guess how much how it much? costs. It uh, co- I'm going to be sad. Yeah, it's you're going to... Okay, okay. So I saw the listing. I Googled it, and it said $780 a night. And I was like, okay, that's not, like, uh, okay, horrible for not, the whole... Yeah. It's not horrible for the whole house and, like, the entire property. But then I looked closer, and it said for a private room at the house. <gasps> yeah. Just one room. I think that's just for one room. So I'm Dang. like, um, yeah, no, sorry, I'm not going there. <laughs> yeah. Maybe on my $100,000 vacation, I could swing yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> Not for the 10000 Yeah. So, um, okay, let me do a, just a quick breakdown of the cost so you guys know I'm not cheating on my $10,000. So, let's see. Okay, so flights. Okay, this is where it was a little weird to me. So, Delta or American Airlines is about $1,300 to get to Seoul. But then you can do a Korean airline, and that's $2,600. So I'm like, what's the difference? And it, it's more time if you go to the Korean airline. So I'm like, why is it more time and more money? I don't know. I'm going to Delta or American Airline, I guess. Yeah, clearly. <laughs> so They probably... Then, I'm willing to bet that Delta only, like, goes to Seoul and probably nowhere else. And you have to... Like, if you need to go anywhere else, you have to take a Korean airline would be my guess. Maybe, yeah. Well, either way, I'm going with Delta or American Airlines. And then cost for Airbnb, I did for four nights at each place. So in Seoul, it's about like 200 to 250 a night. Busan is 100 to 200 dollars a night, and Jeju Island is also 100 to two dollars, 200 dollars. So that's about. So you could do all of them. Yeah. So that's about 2100 for Airbnb and 1300 for the flight. So then you get, like, $6,500 or so to spend on, like, travel between the cities, things to do, eat, and, of course, shopping because I'm going to the BTS museum. (laughs) And I'm spending all my money there. Oh, wow. Yeah. Any remainder budget you have left. I mean, Emily, you should probably just plan to, like, at least set maybe $2,000 aside just for that. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So. Okay. So big. Okay, this is the the ultimate question. Mm-hmm. Are you taking me with you? Well, you can you can use your own money. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> no. Okay. I mean, I could make it. I could make it work. Then I would just have like two thousand dollars to spend on everything else. You yeah. Two thousand spending money. Yeah, I could do that. Okay. Okay. Good. Okay. Uh, well, just actually. Actually. Oh, never mind. Never mind. What? I was doing the wrong math in my head, but then I then I realized. So we're good. Oh, okay. Okay, so we can go. <laughs> yeah, we're gone. 
We're okay. going to Seoul. All right, we're going to Seoul. Perfect. Just so you know, all of our listeners, you are. This is going to be from the, you guys. So start. Let's start that Patreon, Emily. <laughs> start making that money. Um, that would be amazing. I would love it. Yes, that would be so fun. That would be so fun. I would have a blast. Mm-hmm. Which that actually leads nicely into my hundred thousand dollar vacation i did not for the ten thousand dollar i did actually look at like prices for things and like tried to map out like would i have enough money for this for the hundred thousand i'm just going to assume that i do because <laughs> i didn't take the time for the ten thousand i was like okay no i do want to like make sure that i stay within budget but for this one it's basically sky's the limit <laughs> um i would want to do a tour of japan and south korea like i visit both uh, and I'd want it to be at least like a month long, so about four weeks. Um, and I'd want to take some friends with me. And like, I'm thinking like three to five, like group of people, like a larger group. Yeah. Um, and I would absolutely want to pay for a tour guide, like someone who can translate for us, who like knows how to navigate, because mm. it is a very different, like it'll yeah. be a culture shock, you know? So having paying for someone to be there to help us, like mm-hmm. I would definitely do that. So. I think it would be an absolute blast. I've always wanted to visit Japan and like South Korea and kind of like Asia. Um, But it's like one of those things. Like if I did have $10,000, New Zealand is like more high priority on my list because I'd love to see it. Whereas like Japan and South Korea and like Asia is like I still would like to. But that would be like a slightly lower want on my list. Yeah. So. But I just think that would be so... F- and, and and that's the other thing, too, is, like, I don't... I could see myself visiting New Zealand for just, like, if I just had a week. But if I'm going to go to, like, Asia or just South Korea or Japan, like, I think just because of the culture shock that I would experience, I'd want more time. Because I'm the, <laughs> I'm the type of person who, like, I'd want to get there and have time to, like... Uh, I don't know what the quite the right word is, but, like, kind of get used to it. You know, like I couldn't just go for a couple days. I think it would just be a lot and I'd be like overwhelmed by it all. Where like New Zealand, they still speak English and like I feel like, you know, it wouldn't take me that long to just kind of get used to it. Or like in Japan and South Korea, I think I would need, I don't know, maybe I'm just making that up, but that's like in my head for some reason. <laughs> yeah. I feel kind of like if I went to japan or south korea like i don't know i feel kind of the opposite where i'm like i would probably get like homesick because things are so different that i would want to only stay for like not as long because i'd be like i don't know i don't i don't understand why they do things a certain way or whatever i mean i don't even know if that's true because i don't know that much about the culture to know if i would feel that way but just from like photos and experiences of other people, I'm like, I don't know how long I would want to stay there. <laughs> That's fair. But yeah, I, I would really like to experience it. And also Japan just seems very overwhelming to me too. <laughs> Yeah, it, I, I want to see it, but I'm also like, but I think that's why, like, I'd want to split between the two, like maybe yeah. two weeks in Japan, two weeks in South Korea. Like I'd want to, you know experience different levels um, and and also there are like there's certainly rural areas like i'm not gonna stay in tokyo for two weeks yeah <laughs> like, no i maybe see it for a day and then i'd be like okay this is overwhelming <laughs> but um yes. yeah 
Okay, what about you, Emily? Okay, so when I got to this point, I was like, how can anyone spend $100,000 on a trip? Yeah. Hmm. So, to me, it's like the time. Like, you know, uh, 10000 you can do a week, but 100000 you could probably do like a month. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. But anyway, continue. Yeah, so I decided that I'm just going to do one of the trips from above and just, or from, that I've already mentioned, and just take more people with me and pay for more people. So that's what yeah. I would do. I'd probably honestly do, I would, I would probably lean towards Europe just because, like you mentioned, it's like, it's easier to be there just because people speak English. There's more countries to visit, um, things like that. But then if I went to South Korea, then I would definitely take you and my friend Marissa, who's on the podcast for BTS, and then my other friend, who's also a, an army. So we yeah. would just have a grand time in that South Korea. That would be Korea. so fun. Yeah. So that's and then what I would we do. would actually rent the place where they stayed at. Yeah, for and then we soup. could do that. It <laughs> yeah. would be fun. Yeah, I do think once you hit that kind of $100,000 range, that really is like you just you add more people and maybe you stay longer. But for the most part, like I feel like for with 10000 you can actually do like a really good yeah, you e- could. experience somewhere uh, other in, you know, in the world, wherever you want to go. So, mm-hmm. OK, good. Good. to. I feel like we have similarities. Obviously, I have a little more nerd related things, but, you know. Yeah, I would 100 percent join you on your BTS trip, though. That would be amazing. And. If I were to go to any of these places, I would for sure take a bunch of TikToks and post them on our thing so you guys could all see because that's oh, just what sure. I would do. I would be like, this is my little vlog of this little country over here and it would be so cute and fun. It would be very fun. And you do, you love to vlog. I do. I love taking little vlogs and I love doing little vlog TikToks too. It's just the most fun. Yes. So that would be, that would 100% be happening. I would bring like a GoPro and stuff with me and like, I would want to bring something that's like, we can just record easily from like a really, you know, just like small handheld video camera, not like my full DSLR, but just like some little. Yeah. That would be really fun. Oh, I would want to go. I know. (laughs) Well, I had a thought, Emily, and I wanted to run it by you. Ooh. It is. It is our birthdays coming up pretty soon. Oh, yeah. So maybe what would be really fun is if we did our, obviously not, I mean, I want to do the $10,000, but (laughs) um, maybe for our like birthday week, we can do our $100 trips. And I think that'd be really fun. Yeah. Are we going to go to Lake Geneva? Uh, That's what I'm thinking. Oh, my God. And then. You what was you said you wanted to do well you said camping what was the other one you said a Just day, tri- a day oh. trip yeah yeah we could totally find like a little like a little town somewhere in Wisconsin that neither of us have been to and we can just do a day trip out there that would be so fun wouldn't that be fun we should yes. do it for like our birthdays yes let's do it okay cool I am one hundred percent down I already have you know somewhere I've wanted to go in uh, Wisconsin what is Port Washington have you ever been to Port Washington yes oh you have okay. well my Let's aunt and uncle live there so I haven't really like experienced it as just a person going to Port Washington like I've gone to their house and I've seen yeah. the lighthouse once but that's okay. all I've experienced so I'd be down to okay. go there 
Okay. Well, yeah, we'll find, tell you what, listeners, we will, we'll find our spots where we're going to go. We'll take little vlogs, we'll like post them, and then you guys can kind of follow along for our birthday week. Because, yeah. you know, that would be so fun. So make sure you're following us on our social media. We have Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok, all at Love Versus Hate Podcast. Yeah, that'll be so fun. I'm super excited. I had that idea. Like, right before we were about to record this episode, and I was like, ooh, I'm going to ask Emily on the podcast. Ooh, pressure. Just kidding. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so, anyway, so, Emily, what is your life lesson when we're talking about vacations and what we're doing with our all that extra spending money we got? My life lesson is that you don't have to take all these extravagant trips if you don't have, like, the budget for it or maybe like you're just trying to be healthy with the pandemic you can take little trips in your own hometown or even like you don't need to go far for you to have fun and like do a little staycation even if you wanted to like you can just do whatever you want and call it a little vacation and still have a lot of fun or if you go across the globe it's that's fun too but I still like to have little staycations and just hang out and go to a different town that I've never experienced before. Yeah, I think that's a good life lesson. And also even like you mentioned, you know, where we live, there's so many like different museums or like wineries and breweries or restaurants or um, like escape rooms. Like there's so many different little things that I'm like, I didn't even know this was here. Or, you Mm -hmm. know, there's different um, there's like cave of the mounds and like different landscape areas too or national like parks that are really fun to visit and you just don't ever think about even visiting like what is in your like 50 mile radius even or even in like your city maybe a 10 mile radius so yeah yeah so yeah i would kind of second that life lesson and i'd say for me I think something too, sometimes when I'm thinking about like traveling Europe or traveling outside the country and like, for some reason to me, it always feels like, oh my gosh, that's going to be like $20,000. So that's going to be like, I'm never going to do that. And I put like a never in front of that. So I would say for me, like, actually, like when I was looking up for the $10,000 and I was like kind of looking up different prices for stuff, there were a few things I was like, oh, that's actually not as much as I thought it'd be. Mm -hmm. And so you know, plan a trip out, like kind of look at, okay, how much would this actually realistically cost? And then start to save up for it or come up with a plan. Like just, I think my life lesson would be just never say never, you know, like never say you're never going to go somewhere or like, I'm never going to visit Japan. Like if you can make it happen, if you just kind of break it down and just like make it more realistic. Yeah. So that'd be my life lesson. Like don't say that you'll never go somewhere. Yeah. And another thing that I learned when I traveled to Europe a while ago is that In terms of, like, where you stay, in my opinion, it doesn't matter that much. Like, if you get a smaller place to stay that's not as expensive, I think that's more worth it than a nicer place that's way more expensive. Because if you're going to a country, you're not there to spend it at your Airbnb. You're going to be out most of the day, probably. So you just really need that place to sleep and to shower. So... As long as you have those things, it doesn't really matter, like, where you're staying. So that'll make your trip less expensive from that perspective. Yeah, that's a good point. You don't need to be in the, you know, villa or all expenses paid, you know, um, resort or, you know. Yeah. yeah. You can just stay somewhere cheap. 
unless you're going somewhere to relax, then you might want a relaxing place. But if you're going out to sightsee all these different places, then you don't need a fancy-dancy little Airbnb. Yeah. Exactly. So there. There's some more advice. Yeah, we basically gave you, like, five life lessons. So y'all better... Yeah, y'all better follow them. Yeah, and I would love to know from you guys if you have gone anywhere that's like your favorite place you've ever been and we didn't talk about it today please let us know by sending us a message on like instagram or facebook or whatever because i would love more inspiration me too i'm always looking for cool places to see and visit so let us know for sure yay yay